He let his gaze drift to the boy beside her, his nephew. She kept her arm around her son and held him close to her side. He'd be, what, nine? Tall for his age, like Harper had been. Harper had never seen him before, of course. Didn't even know the boy's name. The thought slipped past his guard and saddened him. Then a grim smile curved his lips. The boy had his Uncle Harper's sandy brown hair. Mike's had been as black as Annie's. The boy was obviously going to have Harper's height, too. It served them right. With a sudden shaft of viciousness that stunned him, he hoped Mike and Annie had thought of him and squirmed beneath the memory of their deceit every time they'd looked at their son. He shook away the thought. He didn't have any business thinking like that. He'd gotten over Annie years ago. Years. He'd come here today to say a final goodbye to his brother. As soon as everyone left the graveside, he would do just that. Then he would be on his way. He had no intention of going by the house. Annie wouldn't want him there. Hell, she hadn't even been the one to call and tell him about Mike. Asa Hartinger, the funeral director since as far back as Harper could remember, had been the one to let him know. Old man Hardinger approached Annie and her son now, the last to leave the graveside. The three of them started across the dry grass toward the white limousine, waiting to carry them away. Just then, Annie stopped abruptly and turned her face toward Harper, as if she'd known all along exactly where he'd been standing. Harper's muscles tightened, He had a fleeting impression of huge blue eyes, glazed and dull, when once they had sparkled with life. Skin, once flushed with health and tanned a soft gold by the summer sun, was now as pale as death. Lips that looked raw and chapped, naked and slack, rather than inviting and generous. All those things, he thought, were not unexpected. She had, after all, just buried her husband. But suddenly none of that mattered. His plans to leave town without going by the house vanished on a sharp slice of wind. The brother in him stumbled over questions. The ex-lover in him felt a flash of shock and rage. The cop in him tasted suspicion in the back of his throat. He wanted to know why Annie Samuels Montgomery wore an ugly blue and purple bruise on her right cheek, a bruise just about the size of a man's fist.